Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Hello and welcome back. Today's question is, what happens with my hormones after giving birth? This is Kaylee Daly, the bi-weekly podcast about all things doula tips and tips, where we answer one question about pregnancy, labor, postpartum, or lactation in order to have your journey in this parenting world be just a little bit more informed and filled with consent. Hello and welcome back to Kaylee Daily. I'm Kaylee Harad, your host um, and the creator of this beautiful podcast and also creator of the Birth Prep Blueprint, which is the class that makes this podcast possible. So today we're tackling another postpartum question. What happens with your hormones postpartum? Now, um, I think this is something that we sort of like generally know hormones are impacted in the postpartum time, right? Without really like clear information about what is happening. I really think um, information is power that like maybe cliche phrase. I believe that because I think that you can make informed decisions when you have information that's helpful um, in lots of areas of life. So, and I of course apply that to postpartum and birth as well. So, um, I want to start by talking about what happens immediately after delivery. So, so I sometimes tell people your hormones go bananas. That's true. So your progesterone and your um, estrogen just completely tank immediately after delivery, like just go down incredibly low. And then your prolactin, which is the hormone around um, breast milk production and things like that, increases dramatically, as does your oxytocin, which is like bonding, attachment, all of those kinds of functions. Um, so those are very high after delivery, which can be lovely because they give you some of that feel good stuff. Um, but also your, um, estrogen and testosterone have gone quite, quite low. Now, um, what I think this normally looks like in terms of emotions, how this plays out is that you feel a lot of extremes in the early postpartum weeks. It can be really dramatic. Like either you're like so happy or you're very sad, right? And some of my clients will describe this as like peaks and valleys, right? Like these very extreme peaks and valleys that then as you go on, they get less extreme, right? So they kind of normalize a bit where the difference between a peak and a valley is not so dramatic, okay? So then um, by about three months or so, your hormones of what well, your estrogen and your progesterone are back to pre-pregnancy levels in most people. That is, of course, assuming that you were not having some kind of hormonal imbalance before pregnancy. Um, I am a person that lives with PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, 
And so hormone imbalance is part of us, those of us who have this beautiful condition, it's part of our lives, right? So if that is not something that you had balance in before, it doesn't mean you're going to magically have balance in it after birth. Although pregnancy does sometimes rectify some of those things for folks. So um, so that's one thing. So really you're thinking about like those first three months, your hormone levels are normalizing and regulating. Now, does that mean that you're going to have those highs and lows for a full three months? I would say most people do not, um, but certainly you can. Now, if it goes beyond a few weeks, my recommendation as a doula is usually to seek out assistance. Seek out mental health care. Seek out um, medication if you feel like you need it. I don't think anybody really is detrimentally impacted by counseling and things like that. Like having more support is generally better than having less support, okay? So I don't mean to say that I think you should go a full three months before you decide if you're dealing with postpartum depression or anxiety or some other mood disorder, okay? Um now, at six months postpartum, usually you see a drastic decrease in prolactin levels, which means a lot of people have a dip in supply and breast milk supply around that time. Not not an entire dip. Some people don't notice it. Some people do. That's around the time that some people have their first postpartum period or menstrual cycle, um, if that is if that's what your hormones do. So that's one thing that you might see as your hormones are also coming back um, kind of to their normal levels, right? Um, Now, one of the things I think is important to remember about hormones is that they really have a big impact on a lot of different systems. So your uterus, your fallopian tubes, your ovaries, right, your GI tract, mental health, your emotional health, so many different factors come into play with hormones, okay? Um, that being said, they are sort of the silent thing that maybe not as silent for some people. Um, I'm a weepy postpartum person, so, you know, there's that. Some people feel the progesterone in that they're, like, sweaty and things like that. Um, but there's something where if you feel great physically, your body is still healing from the hormone change of pregnancy and birth. So let's say four weeks postpartum, you're like, I feel amazing. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to do all the things. That's great. Except that you need to also remember that you are, in fact, still healing. Doesn't mean you shouldn't go for a walk and, like, do things that you love, right? But keep in mind that your hormone levels have not regulated at that early of a postpartum time, okay? So... As we think about postpartum healing, I want you to kind of think about the layers of it where like the superficial, maybe like the pain that's present in stitches or something like that might begin to heal. But there are a lot of internal layers that are also healing that you need to factor into this time um, because you really want to set yourself up to not still be healing from those many weeks or months down the road if you can help that. Okay. Um, now with anything, there's a huge range of normal. That is true for this as well. Some people, um, feel really great emotionally, mentally, hormonally. Now that doesn't mean their hormone levels are completely regulated, but they might feel great at, you know, eight weeks postpartum, six weeks postpartum. Some people really do not feel that improvement or that change until closer to three to six months. 
And that's the range of what can be normal. Now, sometimes postpartum is just crazy hard. Physically, emotionally, mentally, there are so many different factors at play. So I do not ever, and especially not in this episode, want to say that I think you should feel great and wonderful and lovely at a certain day and time. Okay? That is not the case. I think that if you are not feeling like you're doing well at any point in the postpartum time, getting some sort of support is going to benefit most people. Okay? Now, I am obviously not your provider. I am not giving medical advice. This is for entertainment and education. Um, but my um, encouragement to you would be if you're struggling reach out for support in whatever you're struggling in. If you're struggling with physical healing, reach out to your provider. Reach out to a physical therapist. Um, if you're struggling with lactation or, like, milk supply, something or other, reach out to a lactation consultant. Um, if you're struggling emotionally or mentally or relationally, if your relationship with your partner, if you have a partner, if that is struggling, reach out to a counselor or a mental health professional. Um, I really think that the postpartum time is a time that we are meant to be surrounded by resources and help. I really do not think that we do ourselves a favor trying to do the postpartum stuff on our own because you need support. You need support in one of those. I don't know a single person who's had a baby that doesn't need one of those categories of support or multiple of them or all of them. Right. So there is no shame in that. That is normal in the postpartum time. It's normal to need support, period. What kind of support you need, what that looks like for you, what's available to you. There's a big difference for different people. Right. But everybody needs some level of support in the postpartum time. Okay, so that is my postpartum pep talk, I guess. Um, and I, in the meantime, until you hear me from me again, um, I wish you well-informed, consent-filled births and postpartum times. These episodes are edited and produced by Kaylee Harad, as I'm sure you can probably tell. And, um, our amazing music is credited in the show notes as well. So we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, have wonderful and consent-filled birth.